0: After 15 years, my friend revealed that he was waiting and hoping for my beloved husband of two decades to die because he thinks that he is the next logical husband, as if that's how feelings work. We were in the middle of a conversation about how he can't find someone that will date him. He's been thoughtful and kind with me for 15 years, so I didn't have any feedback about what might be going wrong for him. Then, he mentioned offhand how he's annoyed how, quote, Women keep bringing up that I won't listen when they go on and on about how much danger they feel around men. Halfway through my response of, well, men are the ones that murder us, suddenly his whole personality changed and he got furious. He cut off my response and he shouted, oh, here we go. Women complaining again. You know, I'm only hanging around until your husband inevitably dies because I'm your next logical husband and I'm losing patience. And during that last word, he realized how phenomenally bad he slipped up. I thought he was one of my best friends, but apparently he never saw me as a person. Just a logical prize to win someday when my rock climber husband inevitably has a fatal accident. He tricked me for 15 years, but now he holds the record in my life for going from best friend to blocked in less than one minute. A lot of people suggested some books to understand the entitlement mentality that some people have and it's already helping me since this moment. And by the way, my beloved hubby and I double-checked all of his gear and he reminded me of all the safety protocols he and his partners use to reassure me how he's trying to stick around with me as long as possible. And I always wear my helmet at the base of climbs even when I'm not climbing. We're in this together. After a love like this, as if anyone thinks logic is how I'd find my next partner, entitlement is a hell of a drug. If something like this were to happen, it must make you look back on your life and question what was even real at all. There's a certain famous TV show that I'm not going to say the name of in case one day you decide to watch it. But in this very famous TV show, there is a main character who owns a restaurant who's married to the other owner of this restaurant. And their hostess decides to quit after working there for three years. And that's when it's revealed that even though he was saying that she was the best employee he ever had and she was the best hostess and nobody can ever replace her, that he just seems secretly wanted a relationship with her the entire time. He starts blubbering to people that he was in love with her, even though he's married, even though she is also engaged. But in some weird part of his mind, he thought that if he kept employing her, I guess that maybe one day that they would end up together. And that character, the former hostess, thought of him as a really good guy, as a really good friend, but he had been harboring this for the entire three years. Which, when you compare it to this story, is not long at all, because this guy has been holding on pretending to be her best friend for 15 years. I've seen this trend recently where you have a host or somebody running the show who tells the guest, the person that's on the show, to call who they think is their best friend and tell them right on the spot, hey, I broke up with my partner. I want to hook up with you. Can I come over right now? Let's hook up. And the guests are sometimes completely sure that that would never happen. And then when they make the phone call, they find out that their best friend did have feelings for them. And they start confessing those feelings before they even get to the house while they're still just on the phone. So if you were in this situation and you found out that your best friend of 50 15 years was waiting for your husband or wife to die so that they could be with you instead. How would you react? Let me know down below. My best guy friend just told me he's in love with me two days before my wedding. I've been with my fiance for three years, engaged for a little over a year, and my best friend and I have known each other since freshman year of college. We are all in our early 30s. This morning, I woke up to a long text from my guy best friend that he had sent around six. AM. Basically, it was him pouring his heart out. He said that he's been in love with me for years, but always hoped that I'd end up breaking up with my fiance and finally noticing him. He asked me to call off the wedding and run away with him. It said, quote, I needed to tell you before it was too late. I just feel gross and sad. I have no feelings for him beyond platonic love. I've drafted a response and deleted it over and over. I haven't even told my fiance. I don't want him to have to worry about me so close to our wedding. I know I need to, but I don't know what to do or how to phrase it. What's worse is that he's become my fiance's friend too. I'm also pretty pissed that my friend chose such an unfortunate time to cause me such distress. There were so many times over the years he could have just bucked up and told me how he felt, but waiting until right before I'm married? Like I'm just going to cancel my wedding and leave my fiance because of a text message? I want to tell him not to come to the wedding. I can't trust that he won't try to pull something. I don't even know if I want to talk to him again. But the thought of losing my best friend is heartbreaking. Hell, the thought of not having him at my wedding is really painful. He's put me in an uncomfortable impossible situation. I wish it wasn't on me to deal with his feelings for him. I wish he either stopped being friends with me when he realized us ending up together would never happen or he had told me a while ago I don't want to kick him while he's down but I need to make it clear that I have no feelings. The wedding is still on and I don't want him to attend. We have been friends for over a decade. I've been crying over this all day. I feel almost disgusted knowing that this whole time he had ulterior motives. How do I even go about dealing with this? I'm supposed to get married in 48 hours. I'll be showing my text to my fiance after he gets home from his brother's house. I won't send anything until he's here with me. So fast forwarding into the future there actually is an update that takes place after the wedding. My husband. I love being able to to say that now and I got back from our honeymoon yesterday. I turned on my phone and opened the app and it was still signed into this account. So I had an oh yeah moment and I figured that I'd post this update. So a lot of people here really helped validate the icky mess of the feelings that I was having. Thank you for that. Posting here really helped put my thoughts into words. So that night my fiance got home from his brother's house. I let him sit down and I showed him the text. He read it and I watched his eyes get bigger and expression angrier. Of course, I started apologizing like an idiot, and he told me that I didn't owe him an apology for anything. We talked, and he told me he figured the guy had a crush, but kept it respectful. And really, he had. We were close, but beyond a side hug during greetings and goodbyes, there was no physicality. I even let him read our past messages just to see that there was no emotional affair or me leading him on. I never even vented about my fiancé when we would have arguments because I knew better than to do that. I talked to my mom, well... So my fiance asked me what I wanted to do and I said that while it did sadden me, I did not want him at our wedding. I was afraid that he would try some nonsense. We typed up a very brief message and it said, friend, I am sorry that you mistook my friendship for something more. The wedding is going to happen and it'd be best if you didn't attend. To be clear, I let my fiance read this message and he stands by my decision to uninvite you. We wanted to make it clear that it was me who wanted him to not come, not just my fiancé. Knowing him, he'd probably claim that my fiancé forced me to uninvite him. He read the message and left it on read for a while. I honestly started getting pretty anxious over it and my fiancé asked if I wanted to block him. Part of me wanted to and part of me wanted me to hear him out. And when he finally responded, the text was so long, I had to click on it to read it. It was horrible. He called me a liar for leading him on for over a decade and that he hoped my fiancé left me and that we were infertile. It was just horrible thing after horrible thing and I started crying. My fiance took my phone into the other room while I sobbed. I think he called him but I'm not sure. What I do know is after about an hour he came back in, handed me back my phone and told me that my friend was now blocked on everything. He would not be attending the wedding and the best man and my maid of honor knew of the situation and would handle it for me. It was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders honestly. After reading that message I really wasn't so sad that my friend wouldn't be attending anymore. And our wedding rocked. We had the time of our lives surrounded by people who loved us and we loved them. It still feels like a dream to be honest. And if my friend tried to show up, I never heard anything of it. I guess that's the update. It's not nearly as dramatic and crazy as what people hope for, but I'm happy. While the OP may not have thought the update was crazy or dramatic, it was a little surprising that even after she laid it out for him, the friend said that she led him on for 10 years? I mean, from the perspective of both the OP and the husband, it seems like it was pretty clear to them that she didn't, but somehow he perceived it that way, or maybe it was some sort of defense mechanism. He felt embarrassed because she showed the text message to the fiance and then had to think of something, so he just scrambled for, uh, uh, she led me on, she led me on, yeah, that's what it was, she led me on. It's hard to tell based on what we know here, but as someone else mentioned in the responses, how on earth could the guy think that the OP was leading him on while she made plans to marry someone else. It was so cute that my crush is playing hard to get with me. She may be getting a restraining order and changing all of her documents, but I know she's waiting for just the right time to run away with me. So if you were in the situation, let me know what you do down below. A kid put some stuff in my yard. I ran it over with a lawnmower and now the mother wants me to pay. So my yard goes pretty close to the neighbor's concrete pad where they have a basketball court set up. Neighborhood kids always go there to play and usually leave their bikes and things on my grass. It's not that big of a deal except I have to ask them to move their stuff several times when I'm mowing. This is the first time I've mowed this year and the grass is a few inches higher than it should be. Anyway, a kid comes over and I'm mowing, but he puts the basketball he brought with him down in my grass. I get to the basketball and just decide I can nudge it with the front of the mower and get it out of the way. I made eye contact with the kid several times waiting for him to move it before I got there and he never did. So I figured, whatever, it'll roll. Well, I bump it with my mower over to a section of mowed grass and as I continue forward past where it was, there was a loud clunking and crackling sound like I just ran over a rock. The rock turned out to be his iPhone. He was obviously upset that his phone was broken and I did feel bad, but my thought was that he should have said something or moved it before I got there. He goes home and about 30 minutes later, his mom shows up and tells me that I broke it and that I am responsible for replacing it. That I should have told him to move his stuff because I am The adult. I tell her, I'm sorry about the phone, and I politely decline her request. She just says, I brought you will be paying for it! And then storms off. I'm not really sure what her next course of action is or what she plans to do. She mentioned something about how she has a friend that's a lawyer, so I guess she could be taking me to civil court. Am I legally responsible for replacing the phone? Would it be cheaper than the court cost if she did choose to take me to court? So fast forwarding to the future, there was an update. Thought I'd update you all since so many people offered advice in the original post. Brief summary of what happened. Neighborhood kid left his phone in my grasp while I was mowing and I mowed it over by mistake. The mother got upset and demanded that I pay for it. Well, she, the mother and son showed up at my door around noon and apologized. She said that she misunderstood what happened and thought that I'd done it on purpose to teach her son a lesson about leaving his stuff in my yard. I guess he explained to her that it was his fault which I thought was commendable for someone his age. She told me that she just stressed out about it because she's a single mother and doesn't really have the means to replace it at the moment and that if it was anything else, she probably wouldn't have gotten so upset but he likes hanging out with their kids and that's how she keeps track of him. I told her about my spare phone, an iPhone 7. His was a 6S. I also took the advice of some of the commenters that it might be damaging to just give it to him and that I should perhaps have him work for it. I have a detached garage and have been needing to clean it and told her if he wanted to help me, I'd give him the phone. He instantly looked excited. I imagine he felt like he'd never get a new phone and she acted very grateful and said he could help. He left and came back an hour later, just the sun this time, and we got started cleaning. It took about four hours. A lot of work but nothing too hard. He's just 12. I had a couple of cords of firewood I wanted moved out and stacked into a rack and then a bunch of boxes I cut up and had him bag and carry to the curb. He swept, he had a coke and a couple slices of pizza and then he got his phone. I had to talk with him about paying attention to where his things are because it won't always work out like this. I also told him that if he wants to mow my yard every weekend and his mom says he can I'll pay him $30 a week. It'll probably take him a couple of hours. He 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 again acted excited at the thought of making money and when I asked him what he'd spend the money on, he said games. We figured out new games would be about $60 and it worked out that I'd pay him $20 for three weeks and then $65 on the fourth week so he could cover tax because it might be hard for him to save. The fourth week, he'll do a little extra to cover the five bucks like sweep off the porch or the walkway. I hope that I've done the right thing and I didn't make him think that everything just works out, but I did my best to have him earn it and hopefully showed an equal measure of kindness that he will carry with him. I also didn't want the mother to stress over replacing the phone, as my mom was also a single mother. And I know how tough it can be. My son is just two, so it was my real first opportunity to pass on some fatherly wisdom, which I hope is what I did. Was I the jerk? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey... this ended up being way more wholesome than I expected I can't really imagine how the whole situation could have been handled better it was an unfortunate thing that happened but the op seemed to make it as much of a win-win-win for everyone involved so nobody really got the worst possible outcome the mother didn't have to buy a new phone the kid not only got a phone but was able to get some work opportunities and the op avoided having to go to court and also honing his fatherly skills which seemed important to him not to mention having a new friend in the neighborhood I think even with the op sounding like he He's a good guy, the crux of the whole thing came together when the kid actually told his mom the truth about what happened and how he didn't try to shift the blame onto the OP. He took responsibility for himself, which is what allowed the cascade of everything good that happened afterwards. So maybe that's a result of how the mother brought up the kid or maybe the kid's just a good kid, but either way, it worked out. Let me know how you would have handled this down below. Am I the jerk for not wanting to wear a western wedding dress at my wedding? I'm a 25-year-old female and I'm set to marry my fiancé who's 26 in The fall of next year. My fiance and his family are Catholic and they're very religious. Because of this, I have agreed to a church wedding despite it not being my faith. But the one sticking point for me is what I'm going to wear. I am Japanese, while my fiance is white. I don't care if he wears a tux like he wants to, but I want to wear a shiromuku for the actual wedding and change it into an iro uchikake for the reception. My future mother in law is uncomfortable with this and has told me if I want to wear a veil and a dress, I should just go Western style as it will fit in with the theme of the wedding much better and not stick out too much. My fiance has asked me if this is a sticking point for me and even suggested that I just wear the Western wedding dress and change into the Iro Uchikake for the reception to blend the two together. I feel I've already bent to them in having a Catholic church wedding and that's not too out of line for me to want to use both of my traditional outfits. His mother has offered to buy me the wedding dress she thinks I should wear and I know she likely doesn't understand why I'm so upset over this. I want to respect her traditions, but I don't feel like I'm being respected in turn. Am I the jerk here? Should I just do what my fiance has suggested and blend the two? I'm guessing that they want her to wear the western dress and not what she wants to wear because they just want it to look a certain way. Not because there's some sort of religious aspect to wearing the western dress. One of the responses pointed out that there is no Catholic church law stating that the wedding dress must be western slash white slash etc. The only stipulation is that the clothing should be quote in accord with the dignity of the occasion and be respectful of those who are present, which sounds like a pretty wide range of things you can wear to meet those requirements. I can't really understand why the family would care so much if she wears what she wants to wear, other than they just had an idea in their head that they wanted to have what they considered to be a traditional wedding without any deviation to that. So if you are in this situation, let me know how you would handle it and jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description Description. And next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search for Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your stream. It's free. Cream of the Stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.